As she and Jackie turned into the driveway, they were greeted by her father. Damn, your daddy fine. Is he looking for a new wife? I promise I won't make you call me mom. <laughs> Jackie chuckled. Girl, get the fuck out of my car, she said to Jackie with an eye roll. Hey, Mr. Frederick, Jackie shouted. Hey there, how y'all doing? Mr. Frederick replied. We're doing well, she said as she gently pushed Jackie to the side in order to be the first person to hug her father. She was the youngest of her father's five children and a part-time daddy's girl. After Mr. Frederick hugged his daughter and her friend, he proceeded to ask them, So what am I here for? Well, Daddy, I need your help changing the locks on the house. I text Maurice. He should be here shortly to help. Maurice is coming to do what that now? Her father asked. Your mama spoiled that boy too much. And when it comes to manual labor, you know he ain't shit. Daddy, that is your son. And my son ain't shit at times. So what is your point? Jackie was in tears from laughter as she watched the exchange between her friend and Mr. Frederick. Child, give me these locks so I can get started. Chances are I will be done before Maurice turns into that driveway. As her father started to change the locks, she and Jackie headed into the kitchen to open a bottle of wine. Your daddy is a G. You know that, right? Asked Jackie. He didn't even ask you why you wanted to change the locks. Before she could speak, her father walked across the kitchen and said, you don't need to ask what is understood. Both women looked at each other and laughed. Daddy, where did you come from? Baby, I told you I would have these locks changed before Maurice's ass got here. I'm headed to work on the door in the basement. A freaking G, I told you. I love you, Dad. She shook her head and smiled because she knew her father had always been one of the realest ones to ever do it. After the wine was poured, she and Jackie took their glasses into the living room. Jackie, what time are you getting back to the kids? Girl, I told their daddy don't look for me. I'll show up when I show up. Damn, it's like that, sis? Girl, yes, I just needed a break. Raising your own kids is hard, but raising somebody else's is harder. Especially since the girl's bio mom is claiming to be clean for the hundredth time and attempting to sue me and Terrence for custody. This is why I just, I just needed a girl's night out. I wanted to get away from all the drama, but it looks like me running away from my drama ran you right into some of your own. I'm so sorry about this weekend, babes. Jackie, why are you sorry? It is not your fault. You did not make Brandon cheat, and you did not know I would react that way to seeing Kingston. 
All jokes aside, friend, what happened between you two? Jackie asked with concern. <sighs> she sighed deeply as she rose from the couch. Jack, let's discuss the Winston Luca Cunningham, aka the Kingston chapter of my life, another time. Right now, let's close out the Brandon Thomas Anderson one. Girl, come help me gather his shit, please. As the friends began to ascend the stairs, the doorbell rang. Don't worry about it. I got it, shouted her dad. It's probably just Maurice's old late ass. However, when her dad answered the door, he was not greeted by his son. Instead, it was Brandon's parents. Fred, how's it hanging? Is your daughter home? Pastor Anderson said as he greeted her father. Pastor Anderson and Frederick had both grown up in Valdosta and were friends most of their lives. Hey, Chuck, I'm doing well. How's it hanging with you? Yeah, I, I think she around her somewhere. How can I help you? Well, Fred, we need to talk to her immediately. <clears throat> First Lady cleared her throat. Frederick looked at her with one eyebrow raised and said, Well, does the cat have your tongue or something, Beth? Or are you just waiting for your royal greeting? I am waiting for you to invite us in, Frederick, scoffed First Lady Anderson. Well, you see, Beth, this is not my house. And seeing as to how I just changed the locks on all these here doors, I don't think your son is welcome in this home anymore either. Both the pastor and the first lady looked at each other in shock. Did you not teach your daughter about forgiveness? Questioned first lady with an attitude. Frederick knew a pissing contest when he saw it, so he gave his old friend the, you better get your woman look. Pastor Anderson laughed at the unspoken code. Beth, we need to speak with his daughter, and being stubborn will not get us the results we desire, said Pastor Anderson. And on that note, come on in, said Fred with his signature charismatic smile. As the Andersons entered the home, Frederick shouted up the stairs for his daughter, and the bass from his voice echoed off of every wall in the place. Poobah, you have guests. Who is it, Daddy? She said, pacing down the stairs. As soon as her foot hit the last step, her dad gave her the these niggas look with a backwards head nod towards Brandon's parents. She mouthed, really? With wide eyes. Her father approached her, pulled her into his arms, and whispered down into her ear, just kill him with kindness, Pooh. Her father felt her take a deep breath before releasing her to face Brandon's parents. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Anderson. How can I help you?
Well, since we're being so formal, it is First Lady Anderson to you, Brandon's mother said. It was obvious that she was on her high horse bullshit today. By this time, Jackie had come down the stairs just in time to catch Mr. Frederick's gaze as they both looked at each other in utter disgust. My apologies, First Lady. Please have a seat, she said, motioning to the formal living room of the house. <sighs> I've always admired your exquisite taste, said First Lady as she entered the room. This was her lackadaisical attempt to butter up her once-to-be daughter-in-law. Thank you, ma'am, she said, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Knowing that she did not want to draw this out any longer, she blurted out, Did Brandon send you to get his things? First Lady gasped in shock. Why would we be here to get his things, she asked. Pastor Anderson gave his wife a look that screamed. Are you really going to play dumb right now? Before saying, honey, our son did embarrass her today. So I think we both can see why she would assume that. Oh, pish posh, Charles, said First Lady. No, we are not here to pick up Brandon's things. We are here, we are here to ask you to come to the hospital with us. Brandon has been shot. Nothing serious, but he is asking for you, First Lady said casually. Her jaw hit the floor along with her father's and Jackie's. Wait, wait, what, 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 do, you, what do you mean he's been shot? And, and why was he shot? She asked. Oh, that's not important. What is important is that Brandon needs and wants you by his side, said First Lady. Unfortunately, I disagree. I think the mother of his child should be with him, ma'am. I, I, I can't forgive Brandon for allowing another woman to feel comfortable enough to disrespect me publicly or privately. She's definitely your child for it, said Pastor Anderson. Oh, I know. My favorite one at that, proclaimed Frederick. Yeah, she's so headstrong that she's going to miss out on an amazing man who loves her and her bastard children, snarked First Lady Anderson. Bastard children? Which, how is he an amazing man when he can't even keep his little piss lizard to himself, yelled Frederick. Well, your daughter ain't fucking him and he's a man with needs yelled First Lady as she rose from the couch. You backwoods, bass mouth, whore in lipstick. You really think that gives your son the right to cheat on my daughter? You would think a woman of God would respect their decision not to have sex. But I forgot, you're just the whore that happened upon a decent man who wiped your loose morals having ass up. Do you even know why they agreed not to have sex until married? No, you don't. 
because your hot ass baloney meat flapping in the wind pussy having ass would not understand what it means to have self-respect. By this time, Jackie was in stitches from laughter. Mr. Frederick's defend his family at all costs mindset was yet another reason why she loved her friend's father. Charles, are, are you going to allow him to speak to me this way? Bellowed First Lady. Chuck, you might want to get your wife, said Frederick calmly and smoothly. Beth, we need her to come with us. This is not the time to point fingers, said Pastor Anderson. Really, Charles? Really? I knew you never loved us. This little girl is the reason why our son is in the hospital, First Lady shrieked. Excuse me? How, how is it my fault Brandon is in the hospital? I didn't shoot him, she exclaimed. Well, if you've been fucking him, then this Tiffany girl would have never been in the picture. She would never have been pregnant and she would have never shot my son when he told her that he was not leaving you for her. It's all your fault, First Lady Anderson said with a face full of crocodile tears. Frederick stepped to his daughter's side as she took another deep breath and swallowed hard. He wrapped his arms around her because he knew what she was about to say. First Lady, I'm, I'm so sorry you feel that way, but it's not true. I'm not the reason that Tiffany is in Brandon's life. Brandon made those decisions, just like Brandon made the decision to wait to have sex until we were married. It was Brandon's idea because he wanted me to feel safe with him he knew that the twin's father was physically and verbally abusive towards me. And additionally, he was aware that I'd been sexually assaulted in the past. Brandon didn't want me to feel obligated to have sex with him. He promised me that he would wait while he created space for me to feel safe and loved. I never asked him to. The Andersons were in shock. All of this was new information to them. Oh, sweetie, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. I never knew. It's, it's been an emotional day. Do you think you can forgive me for my behavior? First Lady asked as she started to walk towards her once future daughter-in-law with arms outstretched. Before the First Lady could reach her friend, Jackie stepped in between the pair with arms folded and shook her head. Honey, I think we should go, said Pastor Anderson. I think we all need some time to process the events of today. You're right, Charles. Today has been really heavy, agreed the First Lady as they walked towards the door. As the Andersons were leaving, Brandon's mother spoke over her shoulder. If you want to see Brandon, he is at Emory Indicator. We would appreciate it if you stopped by. Once again, I'm so sorry. We love you.
As Jackie and Frederick consoled her, Maurice walked in the door. Sup, family? Did I miss a party or something? Maurice asked. This nigga, mumbled Frederick. 